and start, and start off. off. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven in the pan, seven in the pan. That dude fits on the fits on the feet. Yeah, yeah, we live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, crown the this is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the field. Star and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot the tempo, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always in season if people start five, start five We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need, what you need. If the sports news you see, we don't waste time We talking cause we live it. we got what you we need, what you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need, what you and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the jealous cat stick. I got what you need. 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 Oh man. In this Africa hot ass weather, we're making sure we bring in we all what y'all need. You know, I'm the only one that decided to be outside in the plantations of Staten Island, New York. While everybody else is chilling inside the 60 degree weather. But y'all know who it is. It's me, your boy, the mayor, that DJ named H5, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest, darkest Africa, back with the newest episode of The Start Five. As always, I need y'all to hit that QR code at the top corner, find everything Start Five podcast related. Um, the crew bailed out on me, but nonetheless, I always make sure I got a dope crew of individuals around me. And this week, I had to go out to my peoples from TikTok. And I had to go bring these good brothers on. I got Source and I got Prime. What up, y'all? Who wants to go first and introduce themselves? I am Source, of course, uh, since you brought up TikTok. Source, of course, on TikTok. Um, Source and Company podcast. Which is a separate thing. And I got a podcast with my man Prime here, the Sports Bar Podcast. It's actually a group on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, feel free to join the group, the SBP Sports Bar Podcast. We talk sports, hip hop, TV, movies, beer, etc. No doubt, no doubt. And I'm boy Prime. Uh, my partner just gave a great introduction. And let you know who I am for the most part. They also call me the Sports Bar Kingpin. Ain't as big on TikTok as my man, but I do my thing here and there. Um, but you can always find me there. You can find me, as he mentioned, on the Sports Bar Podcast group on Facebook, DSBP. And, uh, yeah, we do it all, man. We do it all. Yeah, pause. I was going to say none of us as big as, as big as source on uh, TikTok yet. But uh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but, uh. Last but not least, we got the brother returning from last week. Amakwu, what's up, brother? What's going on? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? All right. Yeah, my name is Amakwu, Big O, whatever y'all want to call me. I'm kind of new to the podcast thing. 
So you know, I'm learning. I'm I'm, lear I'm learning from the greats though right now. So, so I'm you know I'm just I'm just pig piggyback off of y'all for, for for a couple of sessions, man. So, well, man, man, you did you, you did your thing last week, and I think this week's show was staying in all of our wheelhouses, which is football and the hip hop culture. But uh, first off, I mean, besides shout outs to the homie Omega Sun. Go check out uh, the Block Radio on YouTube. They've been uh, he's been doing his thing on the Block Radio uh, channel on YouTube. Uh, good brother, very good brother, very introspective into the cigar, just like myself, man. But how's everybody been, man? How's everybody's weeks been? What's been going on personally that y'all willing to divulge to the people? I'm good. I've been good. It's been a good week for me. I've been doing what I normally do: work, podcast a little bit. Drink a lot of beer. I drink a lot of beer. So I've been doing a lot of that. And um, for those who don't know, if you can't tell, if you can see behind me a little bit, but kind of a comic book geek too. So I've been geeking out on some of this San Diego Comic Con stuff, Wakanda Forever, all that stuff. So it's been good. Well, I'm going to get back to you on that Wakanda Forever trailer in a second. But source. Yeah, yeah. I'm here, bro. You know, another day, another dollar, trying to make it. <laughs> trying to make it, bro. I'm trying to make it day to day. That's all. That's, all to do. That's it. That's it. Your daughters are good. Every the whole family's good. Yeah, man. Daughter's good. Uh, one. Well, here, here's the thing, Dan. Look, you know I play the music on TikTok now, right? But she gonna need that iPad back in about two weeks. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> when she go back to class. My oldest daughter's in grad school. And she like, bro, look, I'm going to need that iPad back. <laughs> so I'm going to be stuck in. And then my other daughter goes back to college uh, up not too far from you, about four hours from you. And another right. four weeks, three to four weeks, got to take her back up there. So that's all that's going on over here. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, now, do your daughters call each other, bro? Yeah. Because yeah. my, my daughters do that shit, too. And I'll be like, yo, wait, since when you got a brother? <laughs> and I and I say I say that as far as checking them, and they 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 did turn it to girl, girl, girl. But inside, it still bothers me that I didn't have a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like it it does it does. I'm perfectly happy. I'm perfectly fine with my three daughters. But inside, it does get me that I didn't have the boy. So I every time they say bruh, bruh, I check them like where where's your brother at? Show me. <laughs> <laughs> My daughters have a uh, an imaginary brother uh up in this joint and they talk about him all the time. So but yeah, they call each other bruh. They've been doing it for at least five to seven years, at least. At least. No, more than that, because my oldest daughter graduated and they they were doing it before she even went to college. So it's just a regular thing. One of them said it last night. Like, my brother can ready to come downstairs. I'm like, hold on, bro. Like, no, she's talking about my sister, not the imaginary brother. <laughs> oh, by the way, the imaginary brother's name is Nico. Just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they kept their Virginia, right? Shout out to the Neptunes. <laughs> Amako, how you been? How's everything with you? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Just trying to beat this heat, man. Um... You know, I it, like 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 your boy said, man, we got we got we got to unwrap that uh that Wakanda, that Wakanda forever though because I, that that shocked me last night. You know, yeah, yo, it. too many fucking Easter eggs in that joint. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of the characters was already being talked about being in it, but as soon as I seen that heart welded and she knocked it out, I was like, oh. I was like, we're getting Ironheart? Ironheart. Oh, okay. That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. I Submarine. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, they bring a Submariner. All right. They bring a name. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the Ironheart. Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, the Namor part, and I know Primo is aware, they, they were talking about that as soon as they even into, uh, announced the uh, Black Panther 2 was coming mm -hmm. because they would not, like, the way I understand that the movie's supposed to go is it's kind of like on some Crip versus Blood, you know, above yeah. land versus underwater beef. Mm. Which also, too, both of those brothers were a part of the Illuminati, which they did bring us in the multiverse of madness and right, right, right. a lot of a lot of connected tissue prime, right? Yeah, you can go back to even on the um Avengers um endgame and right at the beginning, um, when they're talking, and remember Scott um Black Widow was talking to yeah. you know, the heroes and they mentioned um he said there was like some underwater rumblings or whatever like it sounded like an earthquake whatever it was and they started investigating she was just like no that was supposed to kind of get your mouth water and start thinking about you know we are we talking about submariner here are we talking about namer here you know are we going to get him down the road you know that was supposed to kind of you know open up a little bit when they when she made that comment yeah yeah um, i was talking to a yeah now, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't didn't in the comics, isn't Doom, didn't Doom play a part in this as well? He did. He actually did. So that's what the speculation is. Are we going to, is this really how they're going to introduce Doom and we just don't end up seeing him until maybe the end, or maybe even in the end credits. So, yeah. Um, but that is, there people are speculating this is the time, you know, we're going to see him now rather than them waiting for whenever the Fantastic Four comes. Right, right, right. See now, see now, I I think they should keep us. I even know I I love fucking Doom. I love Doom, and I, I guess it's tied to my MF Doom love too. But and we're gonna get to the hip hop in a minute. But they should they should long play that out, just like they did with Thanos, which is my all time favorite anything in comics. Thanos is my guy. So when I first. Yeah, I'll just I, I like to see that happen too, my brother. I think that I like him to play it out. But if they're going to show him, I don't even. If you want to put him at the end of one of the end, you know, the end credit scenes real quick before we go up, drive everybody crazy, I'm fine with it. Right? Yeah. 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 Thanos, yeah. Way before we ever saw Thanos, you know. So um, I'd rather see that. But, you know. Um, that's just a speculation that we're, we're going to see him or get some word of him at some point in this movie. And it, and it may not happen, though. So yeah. And uh, just to wrap on this part, because uh, we're nerding out way too far on source right now. But um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm glad to have seen Letitia right back in the fold, you know, because we all heard about the ordeal with her and the, the COVID vaccine and all that, which I was on her side on that because I didn't personally want to get it either. Respect to everybody who felt the way they did about the vaccination. I ended up having to get it because, like I mentioned, I'm a family dude. I got to protect my paycheck. Yeah. And the city and in the city of New York put their foot on our neck was get this vaccine or fucking or be fired and be jobless. So a nigga couldn't be jobless. Yeah. <laughs> but so I respect the, I respect the points of view on it and all that. But I'm glad 
I guess the world worked itself out that it looks like she's going to be back in. She should be back in this whole movie, hopefully. And it's not just the scene she filmed before bailing on it. And real quick, and let's just, a lot of people have to remember, this is more than likely, so the movie's in November. This is more than likely just a teaser trailer. We will probably get another trailer here before too long. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But, um, but you know, I, I'll say this. It's been a long time that my eyes really watered up. But last night, I ain't going to front. I, I got a little emotional last <laughs> night you know, when I saw that bad boy. It kind of messed me up. Yeah, nah, oh, the painting. The painting. Yeah. 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 I could, I, that, that, ain't, that ain't me. I don't cry too much. Y'all want my, <laughs> y'all want my uh, contribution to this conversation? Absolutely. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> all, look, all, all I have is uh, my homie actually worked on the movie. Nice. And he sent me the link. And I didn't even think anything of it when he sent it. And then I was like, oh, I should probably post this. <laughs> Five minutes later, uh, Lupita was posting that joint. I was like, dang, I think I missed a moment. I had the joint in my hand. I missed a moment. Oh, well. No, but hey, but talking about not missing moments though, Redman re uh re reposted your joint though. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> that was a that was a shocker. I was surprised. I'll take it though. Appreciate hey, it. Why not? Yeah, we probably, he, he got he got the big shout out in the group. My my claim to fame was um getting a, a retweet, I believe, from Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. I was all happy that my man right here got <laughs> Red man, now I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still got a. He's he's a a long time goal of mine to get on this show, and he's not but only a few friends away that I right. could reach out to. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta try to make that happen, man. But you know, I had somebody, the Pete Rock joint, though. I did have the Pete Rock joint. I forgot about that, but that's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pete Rock, and you know what? We're gonna. That's actually another piece of something we're gonna talk about in a second. When we get to the, the hip hop portion, real quick, because you know he's been butting his nose in some joints that uh, you know, it's it's it look convoluted, but not that convoluted. But um, what now became convoluted for some, but not for this man, which was Kyler Murray, just signed a five year extension, two thirty, one hundred and sixty guaranteed, one hundred and four. Signing bonus. Imagine that. I mean, I will never probably see that money in our lives, but just to put your fucking pen to paper, source, here's a hundred and four million dollars. God damn it. <laughs> We're going to Sizzler, baby. We going to Sizzler. <laughs> right? We go to Sizzler. <laughs> we go to <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't be mad at it. I am I, I can't say I'm shocked. First of all, just know when when we're out of a sport, Prime will tell you. When we're outside of a sport time frame, I check out. So halftime, I don't know what's going on, draft nothing. I just get the little bits and pieces. But as far as this Kyler Murray money, I'm so kind of surprised that they went that heavy, especially after the end of last season. Kind of a weird ending. Kind of a you know, did he kind of give up? on the squad or did the squad give up on him? Like what exactly happened uh, at the end of the season for Arizona? But he is definitely a difference maker. I'm not a big money guy either. So y'all tell me, is it, it looked like an overpayment, uh, overpayment to me. I don't know. I I personally wouldn't say that, Amakwa. Uh, I think uh, 
I think this is more of this is the market now for the quarterbacks. I, I think this is where we're at for the quarterbacks. And to keep it real, this just up Lamar Jackson's stock something crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of bread to throw at somebody that's never been to the conference championships. You know, to I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was looking at I was looking at his stats. He's he's we you could have an argument if, if that he's in the top five, top eight quarterbacks in the league right now. You know, and I get it. I mean, I, I, I Arizona they want to lock him up. You know, for the long haul. Um, his agent, his agent is 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 a player. It's a player in this game now, because for him to for him to get that you know get him that kind of money for somebody that's never been in the conference championship is is is, is mind boggling, you know. Because I know Mahomes is looking like damn, like you know I've been to Super Bowl twice, <laughs> you know. So I've been to Super Bowl twice, conference championship three years in a row, you know. And this dude making more than me. I mean, and then you have guys like Tom Brady who's never when 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 he was with the Patriots, he he was never the top top uh money maker over there, so. You know, it's, 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 I don't know, it's, it's, it's funny to me. Well, you mentioned Tom, though. Tom, Tom did it smart because he could have always been, like, he's one of those guys like a LeBron James, like a Michael Jordan. They always could be, should be the highest paid players in their league. But he understood that it's a team game. It takes having cap room to make sure you can get the right pieces to be able to win. And so he always took those smart deals to make sure the franchises have enough to spread around. Now, I'm not mad at these brothers going to get their money at all, Prime. I'm not mad at them going to get their money at all. And like I said, this is where the quarterback market is. But you mentioned Mahomes, and Mahomes did sign, like, if he plays his full potential, he did sign a half-a-billion-dollar deal. It's just about that yearly annual money. That looks different. I think I think right now the only guys that's in his stratosphere, if I read I read up on it, it was it was Rogers, is Rogers, Deshaun Watson, which which I mean is more egregious than than what the what Arizona did. You know, Deshaun Watson, um, Aaron Rodgers, and Mahomes. So it's it's those it's those guys that that that's in his stratosphere right now. You know. Well, Josh Allen, I think, I think Rogers is still making a little bit more than he is. Yeah, Josh Allen up there too. He he can got a little change. Um, man, you know I think this is where it's going. I just be honest with you. And you know we always talk about what's a top ten quarterback and who shouldn't be top ten. And you'd be surprised if you've ever really sat down and really looked at the list once you get past the top four or five. That same person that you were originally thinking may not actually be a top 10 quarterback, might be sitting at number seven or eight when you really think about it. So mm-hmm. you, you look at him, he's a guy that now they haven't set the world on fire. They got, what, what do you go, 11 and six? I think he had was responsible for nine of those wins last year. Um, they've improved, um, you know, the win total since he's gotten there, you know, season by season. And I guess if you're trying to keep up at least with what's going on in your division, you got to make an investment somewhere. I mean, the Rams, you know, aren't going anywhere. I mean, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. They're loading up on all-star players to add to that. So they're going to be there. Um, the 49ers, 
figured it'd be probably be good if they can just, you know, figure out their quarterback situation. They're good enough to to split with anybody in the division at least during the course of the season. And Seattle's the only real question. So getting paid that type of money, I just think it's where it's going. You know, Source and I talked before on our show. I said, say what you want to about Kyler Murray, whether where his heart is or his head is. This guy throws one of the prettiest floats I've ever seen in my life to be somebody that small. Like the way he is floating ball is crazy. I'm like, ain't no way. He just throwing it up in there and the ball just drops in. You know, and they made the investment. They lost, you know, they had a Christian Kirk last year. He's gone, but they bring in a Hollywood Brown to go deep. You know, so it looks like they're prepared once they get everything sorted out, D hop and everything, to uh to back him on this money. You know, so I just think where it's going. So he, the brothers gotten paid and what you see if it pans out. Yeah, and let's keep it real, like the, the level of money that it looks at for him, he's not going to be the in the top five of highest paid for long. Because like you said, this is just where the market is. This is the way it's going for the quarterback position. To me, I still personally think that the quarterback position is overvalued in this league because everything gets put on them. Meanwhile, if you don't have a great offensive line, it don't matter who you have at quarterback. And I'm sorry, call me call call my, call my center bias all fucking day. Yes, <laughs> call it, call it. I I I don't care. The offensive line is the most important position on the football field. You have no O-line, you don't have shit unless you have a Barry Sanders type of player behind the behind the ball. More, Which, more, more, again, mm, no, I was gonna say more importantly, that blonde side tackle. You know, yeah. That that blonde side tackle, you 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 need you need a brick wall right there. You know. Yeah, but but source though, like I mentioned the name before, Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's he's playing his own agent. He's been, I believe he's reporting to camp now, but he's been holding out in a way via, uh, you know, he, he wants that big time money. And we're talking about an MVP. Exactly. We're talking about somebody that has has earned whatever he thinks he deserves, especially when you say looking at the market and how the, uh, the value of the quarterback or the, the pay of the quarterback has increased uh, quite a bit, it seems. You see somebody like Kyler Murray get paid. Oh, if Kyler Murray getting paid, I'm getting paid. I got to get paid. MVP, you see the difference in the squad. You see the leadership. You see that even in bad games, he's still the dominant force on the offense. Like, there's, I, there will always be an argument on his passing. There will always be certain people who will say something about his passing ability to try to find something to uh, – bring the man's uh, value down. But Lamar Jackson is a problem, and I'm not sure it's that many teams out there that wouldn't trade their quarterback for that guy. Oh, 100%, man. And I, to be honest with you, I, I forcefully have to put my uh, trust and faith in Jalen Hurts, as we do. But I would take Lamar Jackson in a fucking heartbeat as an Eagles fan. I really would. Now, speaking of that and fandoms, Prime, you never gave us your fandoms. Same thing with you, Amaku. Other than I know I see Prime, you're a Knicks fan. All day. Amaku, you we you declared you as a Knicks fan with us last week. That's that's so football, the Knicks. Football, baseball, whatever, whatever other fan. Where do y'all fandoms lie? I know where sources 
we're Eagles fans, but he's a Lakers fan. So he, he kind of splits on us with that with the basketball. But where do y'all fandoms lie? Nah, I'm 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 a Giants fan all day. No, I I I I can't I can't stand the Jets as much as I can't stand the Eagles. No disrespect. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a Knicks fan. I can't stand I can't stand Brooklyn. You know, and I'm a Yankees fan. Um, my pops. So I grew up. I, I grew up with my pops. He's he's a Mets fan. So, but uh, as I got older, yeah, I gravitated more towards the Yankees. So, just like my father. My father's a fucking Mets fan too. <laughs> I, it makes no sense. It's like I'm Eagles, Knicks, Yankees. He's Giants, Mets, and yeah, Giants, Mets, and Knicks. My brother, <laughs> Jets, and New York. I mean, uh. New Jersey Devils fan. You know, I'm a Rangers fan. Like, my sister liked the Ravens because her favorite color was purple. And they happened to win the Super Bowl when she decided to start. Like, we're a whole mess. We're a whole mess. But, Prime, where do yours land? Well, kind of all over the place. Kind of like source. You got to understand, we're in the 804. We're in VA. So, we don't really have professional, any big professional sports teams. We got some right up the street within an hour to a couple of hours. But, so I kind of grew up all over the place. So yeah, I am a New York Knicks fan. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. And my nope, and get my out. Baseball leave, team, leave. Uh, <laughs> the Atlanta Braves. Oh man, god damn it, man! I thought we was cool. At least we got the Knicks. We got. At least we right. got. Well, yo, but fuck two thirds of your. Oh, I hated the. I hated the Braves since the nineties. I'm sorry, you know. I never been to Atlanta. I want to go. Say what you want. Say what you want about the about that that Braves team though. But that oh, that was that pitching lineup was bananas. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta understand what Source and I we we grew up. Um, we had the the Richmond Braves minor league team, which fed right into them. You know, I lived literally five minutes from where they played and where they the current team plays now. They're okay. under the name Flying Squirrels, but we've been here through some of those those guys that you saw on those teams, you know, coming up, you know, we've seen come through for a short, maybe, a, you know, a, a Chipper Jones, you know, Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Deion Sanders, you know, so I live five minutes away from the ballpark. Wow. So, um, you know, so that that kind of helped too coming up, you know, Dale Murphy's and things like that. But yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that, but yeah, nah, that, <laughs> that, yeah, that triple threat back in the day of Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox was, it was a nasty combination. It was a nasty combination. But yeah, but still, but still, it's just ah, yuck, <laughs> yuck. But uh, we'll get right into the main course of all of this. Now we're gonna get into the hip hop culture and rap music. And now let's just because y'all are from VA. Whoever wants which one of y'all want to take this first? Is Virginia considered? the south in 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 rap terms in hip-hop terms like is virginia considered the south so here's the problem up north doesn't uh consider virginia east coast the south doesn't necessarily consider virginia the south because we're in the mid-atlantic we're in the middle so it's like us and maryland are kind of like in between although historically you know, capital of the Confederacy. Yes, Virginia is the South. So we're automatically linked to the South. But none of our, like, 
that's one of the problems why a lot of Virginia artists didn't get a chance to move because we're right there at a point where there is no specific sound and we have no real allegiance. So we are whatever you say we are. Man, I'm quoting Eminem. You see that? Tell somebody, Dan. Tell them people on TikTok that I quoted Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll clip this. We'll clip that. Uh. <laughs> we'll clip that. So, all right. So, all right. So, we'll count from Virginia down as the stuff. Because, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I never, I never, it, it, I never looked at y'all as the South in a way, but would never, like you said, never really considered it as quote unquote East Coast. Even though technically, technically, everybody from fucking Maine to Florida is East Coast. Right. Technically, but the yeah. birthplace defined what East Coast sound was, right. you know, and let's keep it real in the origins of rap, because in a way we started this, everybody out there had to try or emulate it or resemble their favorites out of New York, out of the birthplace. Everybody had their own sounds, you know. Uh, it's debatable within the boroughs where, you know, people are trying to now say Brooklyn, not now recently, but over the years, people tried to say Brooklyn was really the start of it because how the culture even started was the, the party and the DJ crew and the big sound systems. There was DJs in Brooklyn who was already doing that. There was DJs in there was DJs everywhere who was doing what the Bronx coined into our culture's name of hip hop. There were people all around doing it. But the this, this, this South and everywhere else eventually adapted and adopted their own within it. That's where we get all the regional hits and stuff like that. Or, or you know, like when we mentioned the song that it's not called Trigger Man, but everybody who knows the joint that's called Trigger Man, it's one of those defining songs and sounds of the South. We think of Uncle Luke and, and what the Miami bass sound was doing and that's one of those defining sounds of they don't even call Florida the South. Like we just think of the South as country ass niggas. If you get what I'm saying, like it, yeah. it just kind of looks at it, it gets looked at as like country fools. That's the South. But yet Miami is the, probably the most Southern sound we got. Right. But, but all right. So I have a question though, you know, going back to, you know, you're asking about, about um, Virginia. But wouldn't you say that that Virginia sound is different from, say, like Georgia or or Miami? Like, because you know, Virginia, you think, you think of Virginia, it's synonymous with Timberland, right? So, so you, you listen to Timberland sound, and then you say you say you go down to Georgia, say Outcast or Pastor Troy. It's it's two totally different different sounds, you know, in my opinion. Okay. So Absolutely. so so. But still, but still, Timberland's music, Timberland's sound, is different from New York. You know what I'm saying? It's more similar to New York. That's why Jay. That's why that's, that was Jay, one of Jay's favorite producers. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's. I, I think so. I mean, if I had to choose, I would say that my opinion. I would say that Virginia was more closer to the New York sound as opposed to, you know, down south Georgia, um, Florida sound. You know. Yeah. I, I tell the story all the time. I telling my age, but I always remember like the, the clear disconnect of boundaries. So years ago, I remember when um, 
uh, Eric B and Rakim came out, right? And they came out with um, Eric B as president. And I remember the first time I heard it, and I'm, you know, here in VA on a basketball court, and the cousin of mine comes in with the CD, and he's playing it outside or whatever, and he has the box, boom box playing. The tape. Like, Everybody's like, what is that? And he's like, that's fire. It's, oh, that's Eric B and Rakim. You got to burn it, man. That, that's, that's off the chain, right? A lot to you not. About two weeks later, we used to go on visit. I have family all further south than us, um, and we would go to Georgia. Went to Georgia. You got four cousins living in one house. It's hip hop as they come. I take the tape down there. Play this. Yo, y'all VA cats off the chain, man. I said, no, this ain't VA. I just did cats from New York, man. I just got this tape about two weeks ago. They've never heard it, wow. right? They And these are cats, and they were hip hop cats. They had never heard it. And he was like, y'all cats, and they always refer to us, y'all up there. You know, I, I, I don't know, like, if, even down south, further down south, do they even really consider us the south, right? I, I I don't know. You know, I guess it depends on who you ask, but it was just crazy within a two-week period, you know, that jump from New York to VA to down south, and all of us below were just hearing that, like, for the first time. Uh, and when you talk about the sound, you mentioned Timberland, but Timberland has a sound, but he's not the sound of Virginia. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, if you think of St. Louis, you think of Nelly. That's the sound right. of St. Louis. Everybody else branched out from that sound and kind of used the same sound to get on. It's not a lot of Timberland sounding people in Virginia. And we also have Timberland, Bank, Knots. Like you, you can throw mm-hmm. Teddy Riley in there. Not really, but Teddy Riley, Pharrell. So there's a lot of different sounds across uh, Virginia. And you mentioned the name that I wanted to get to, which was Teddy Riley. I mean, can we say Teddy Riley was the author of what would I? You could have, we could kind of say a Virginia sound. I, I would say he was the lead inspiration because we know Pharrell worked with him, and 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 a lot of things again adapted and elevated past after Teddy Riley, which was a Harlem thing. And, I was going to say, where, where's Teddy Riley from? <laughs> no, right, right, right. Which we we know his origins, but. A New Yorker made base in Virginia and then gave birth to. Yeah. So can can we almost fairly say that a New Yorker was the, the birth of in, in the hip hop culture? He was the birth of the Virginia sound, if there was a specific Virginia sound. Mm. I don't know, Source. Do we have a sound? <laughs> no, we, don't, we don't have a sound. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's there, funny. There I is know, no Virginia sound. You I don't can't know. We don't have a, a sound. We've had so much, you know, come out of Virginia, um, and it took us a while really to get our due. But we've had so much to come out of Virginia. But I don't know if it's really just just a Virginia sound, which is crazy. No, I, and, there's no and artist I can see you that. hear say that's Virginia. There's no artist that you hear and be like, well, they got to be from Virginia. There's nobody. Yeah, to be, yeah. I, I I just thought it was a valid question, but. I as thinking about it while saying the question and y'all letting us know as the Virginia residents here, there really is no. And when you think about it, like the Neptune sound, what we knew as the Neptune sound, we didn't first truly hear them until Nori. Queens. We didn't first truly hear Timberland till Jay-Z. Again, Teddy Riley, a New Yorker, moving to Virginia, living out there and, and really getting a lot of things popping from so it's in a way 
I, I'm not trying to define it, but y'all are just as East Coast as us with your own original sounds. And I'm saying with your own original sound of Pharrell and what the Neptune, like what they, what they did was set so far apart from everybody else. That's why they became who they were, but they wore their Virginia flag on their chest. You know what right. I'm saying? That that's what I'm that's what I kind of see from it. And yet, if you came to Virginia, you would be hard pressed to find somebody with a sound like that. You would hear more South sounding people, artists, rappers trying to get on sounding like the South versus Timbaland or East Coast. Yeah. Right. And then when you mention Knotts, who is arguably one of the greatest living. I mean, not arguably. He is one of the greatest living. It's weird whether you put him in a top five, top ten, or whatever. A lot of people ain't like Knotts. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not Knotts is almost like he, he. I mean, he is Jay Dilla level in some respect. Mad Lib level in some respects. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and a lot of the mainstream still ain't utilizing him the way they should. I mean, he's he's got his credits out there. I know Buster bigged him up like crazy over the years, but Knox is the fucking truth, y'all. Like, if y'all not up on Knox, I, go turn your radios off and listen to fucking Miley Cyrus or something, somebody. I don't know. <laughs> we just a big collage, man. Like, you, yeah. you know, we were sitting there thinking about all the, you know, so it's made some great points. I mean, you think about all the the people that we've had, the, the the producers and the acts, and you may think you're hearing something southern here, something further, you know, up north here, and then you go back and think about you were talking about the Neptunes. Should we even think about NERD, you know, right on that line, rock, hip hop, you know, Pharrell and them. That pretty much originated in Virginia Beach, or they did, you know, before Teddy Sanders. So it's just it's just a big collage. So I don't know if it's just one sound, it's just a big collage. It's crazy. Right, yeah, true indeed. But I guess because y'all are south from us, y'all the south, even though a lot of, a lot of people do kind of consider North Carolina to be kind of that real true southern border, like North Carolina down, which I get that. I get that because you could even hear Fonte say, Yeah, I'm just I'm a southern boy, you know what I'm saying? Even though North Carolina ain't I mean it's only a 10 hour drive from us, but it's still southern from us. But we were here to talk about some of these Southern rappers' top 25 lists out there. And uh, let me see if I could. I am using the phone. I don't know if I could do um screen share on here through the phone. But uh, no, nah, I'm not. You know, I'm not even worried about it. I'll just. Yeah, I might lose my face for a second. But um, yeah, there was a list that was floating around out there. Shout out to the homie Jamal who couldn't make it this week. He shared a list with us that somebody put up on a Facebook page that I'm not saying their name because they've been off of AKDG for years, but they made this top 25 Southern MCs list. And starting off at number one was Scarface, followed by Lil Wayne, Pusha T, J. Cole, T.I., Big Boy, Rick Ross, Andre 3000, Luda, CeeLo, Bun B, MJG, A-Ball, MC. Killer Mike, Fonte, Currency, J Electronica, Two, Two Chains, Mystical, Project Pat, Juvenile, Jeezy, Sci High, and disrespectfully, in my opinion, at 25th, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. You said Rhapsody. Yes, at 25. There's a, uh, 
I don't say that there's a lot of problems with a list like that, but placement on certain MCs, depending on what you look at, that list is pretty damn subjective. I would I would like I, to, I would like to hope that it's, it's in no particular order. <laughs> well, I ran it down. I ran it down from one to twenty-five, and they this list was numbered one to twenty-five. So I I too would love to have read that in a no particular order, but what I want to do because we're gonna recreate our own, we're gonna just do a top ten, and I want to decipher should that now to me. These lists are subjective, and I saw I see your face, so I'm going to you first. But these lists are subjective top 25s, top 10s, top fives, whatever the case may be. To me, it's always your personal list. A lot of people feel that there should be this one master list. So, if we were creating a master list, what would be some of the criteria that belongs to be in a top 10? Uh, the ability to make a song. The ability to make a song. To be able to cover different uh, topics. Not necessarily, not every song is money driven. Not every song is drug driven. Not every song is women driven. I mean, you got one, two, three, and you can still go outside of those three and make a song about something else. To me, I feel like there has to be some type of uh, all around ness about an MC. Uh, personally, and I know this is going to lead to the argument that we're going to have in a little bit. I already know where you're going. I think that you you should, I think that you should have solo work or, or not even solo work, well, solo work, generally speaking. But I also think there is one anomaly. <laughs> there is. There is. Say, say his name. Say his name. <laughs> okay, so we go in there. We go in there. Fall into the categories of these other arguments. Like he doesn't, because he supersedes them in other ways. But yeah, you, you got it. Okay, so okay, right. We'll get back to the criteria in a second because three thousand was was definitely a point of contention in this conversation. I love three thousand just like everybody else does. Big fan of Andre three thousand just like everybody else does. But when we use that one piece of criteria of knowing how to make a song and the, having bodies of work individually, he knows how to make a damn song. He knows how to rap, just go bar heavy on somebody and rapping his heads off. But it comes back to that body of work stuff. And that is one of those arguments that I was, when I was just talking with Prime first pre-show, the goalpost moving that gets done for Andre 3000. Now, I don't even, I'm, I, I was going to bring up Jay Electronica in this argument, but I, we don't have to. We could just bring up his rap partner in Big Boy, who does all of the above that we mentioned, plus 
has about six plus, maybe almost close to eight albums that are all dope. That's where, like, that list that I read off where it had Big Boy over 3,000, I kind of was just like, okay, somebody finally recognizes it without the goalpost moving, without the goalpost moving. Somebody recognizes that Big Boy does exactly what you just said, Sauce. You know what I'm saying? But when you talk to other fans, they'll still give you the yeah, but still, yeah, but still. Saying he's an anomaly without saying he's the anomaly in this whole conversation, Prime. Since this is so tough because anytime we have these type of discussions, whether it's hip hop, sports, whatever, we we have to figure out and define exactly what the criteria is. You know, and you brought up the case. I'm not gonna lie, when I first look at the list, I'm like, okay, somebody definitely. I mean, went there and put Big Boy on top of Andre 3000. And a lot of people think that's blasphemy, right? And I'm a big, big boy fan. So let's just go and get that out there. I've always felt like he's been thoroughly disrespected um, in, in, in his hip hop thing. But if, but if you're laying out the criteria, and the criteria is, in fact, if we're looking at it, because he's put out, he's done this solo work, regardless of what you think about it, and done another solo album. Okay. I'm going to give you that. If the criteria is just based on, you know, the subject of who do you think is the better MC, or you want to take into account of why you think uh, Andre is genius. Because uh, somebody might have the argument with Andre is the fact that, yeah, he doesn't do the solo work because he only wants to put out the very, very best product. And he said time and time in interviews, when they asked him why he hasn't done any music lately, he basically tells you, I, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. I have to be in that feeling. I have to be in that battle. I'll know when it's go time, if it's ever go time. And I'm not going to sell myself short, sell the public, you know, that listen to my music short, but just putting out an album or putting out music just because you want to hear it, you know. I'm not feeling. I've I've read that several times um, over the past few years, and they talked about his solo joint or him even doing another Outcast album. Period. So to me, it's just kind of, you know, what is the exact criteria when we're having these conversations? Um, I'm not going to down anybody for putting Big Boy ahead of him if the criteria is what we just talked about, right? Um, and that's pretty much why I leave. I don't really have a, I have a deep feeling on it. Now, I would question to an extent anybody that has Andre 3000 <laughs> that far down the list. But then again, I have to remind myself, and I get told this in our group all the time, my people, it's it's a matter of opinion and it's, and it's subjective. So, but yeah, and that's uh, like, yeah, we can have the conversation of the criteria. And I, I like I like sources criteria because it's valid in some respects. Like it, even when these lists are always totally subjective, like it's always what you feel that you like. You know what I'm saying? There, there can to me there can never be a master list. There can never be a master list in just about anything. Like people know, I I struck nerves a couple months ago by saying Michael Jordan ain't the goat, right? And here's why. Because you discredit and disrespect 
a whole two or three generations of basketball before him mm-hmm. to get to him. And usually these things come up to what was or who was the best during your time of reference or your youth, your right. teenage years, your formidable years is what was the best to you. Hence why I'm sure if we were to say what was the best era of rap, we would all unify, unify would say it was the 90s. Late 80s into the 90s. That's when we grew up. (laughs) You know, we're always attached to what we grew up with. And to know that Andre 3000's quotes was that, as a creative, I get it. As a creative, I get it. Because I haven't picked my camera probably since the last time I worked for Rare Breed Entertainment, which was 2018. I have to be inspired to want to use my camera. The podcast thing, this thing, I'm inspired at the drop of a dime. All you guys say is, hey, Dan, come on my show. What are we talking about? I can learn about what we're talking. I can know what we're talking about that day. I'm ready to go because I'm always ready to talk my shit. But so I understand that. It always makes this. It, it's it's always just a thing of subjectivity. And like when we think of a macro is when we think of like a 3000, we put. You can look at Lauren Hill in that same respect, where people still to this day will say Lauren Hill is the number one woman's rapper ever, with yeah, one subjectively, with one subjectively, R and B out. And Mick and I, I was just listening to an old episode of Quest Love podcast, and they was bringing up he had a beef about a listing with Lauren Hill. Mentioning Lauren Hill's album was more album, but people still put her as the best woman's rapper. And I think it goes a lot to what you were saying. You could add on the romanticizing of an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Like uh I remember I was I was when I was in the military, I was down in Georgia, what, 98, 99. So that was pretty much the height of Outcast. So, and and before that, you know, I, so I'm I'm really I'm really not too familiar with Outkast's first album, but from from, um, uh, damn, what was what was the second album? Um, AT Aliens, Aquemini, Stankonia. That's that's what I know. And and listening to Andre that 2000, I'm like, wow, yo, okay, this he's he's somebody special. So as a fan, I, I kind of feel. I kind of feel like I'm like I'm robbed, like you know I'm being robbed that he's not coming out with any more any more new music. But but like you said, like that was when I was bombarded with with his music, and and you know he was he I mean and and this this is also coming from the time when I just finished listening to Master P and Cash Money and and I I knew I know good rap music. Andre 3000 was good rap music, you know what I'm saying? Dudes like. Like three six mafia project pack, they they they're on a lower lower echelon. Now, also another beef I have with the list. Where where was uh Little Wayne at on this on this list? Number two, right? <sighs> Little Wayne to me, <laughs> my opinion, shouldn't have been the top ten. Like I'm not a fan of Little Wayne at all. You know what I'm saying? Lyrically, lyric wise. He had a good run with the mixtapes. He's never told a story like 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 
like as, as far as far as telling the stories, as far as slick, I'm not even gonna talk about slick. Let's not even go there. Raekwon, Nas, Jay, you know, he's he's come out and said he doesn't tell stories. So it's like it's like I really want to know what what his criteria lies as far as because Lil Wayne number two and Ludacris is like what number number eight nah. number number ten something like that. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Wayne should be fifteen. I mean, I, I put him. I put him ahead of Project Pat and all them, but number two is way too high for Lil Wayne. No. Can I say something? See, go mm -hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I get you. I get you. But a common thing, and I know Source probably gets tired of me saying it, but I always say there's a there's a hot period. We were just talking about this about something this morning. He and I on a, on a, on the show. Sometimes. Rappers, comedians, actors, there's a time period sometimes when people are just hot. And no matter what you do at some point, you can't always go back and duplicate it no matter how hard you try. Am I the biggest Lil Wayne fan out there? Nah. But I will admit, when he really got started on his solo stuff, it was the block is hot. And then a few years later, when he hit that Carter run, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got something that a lot of these rappers cannot say that was on his list. There was a time you couldn't turn on the radio and not hear Lil Wayne. And it's for years. And I ain't yeah. talking about one song. So whether he did a feature, whether it was one of his songs, something, you know, something like my daddy, five, all, all that stuff, he had a nice chunk, more than a couple of years, whereas you could not turn on the radio without hearing him. And let's be real, and it was hot. And also, too, to be 100%, it ain't just the black kids that like him. It's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of white kids that look at this dude like, yo, Wayne, yeah. Wayne, Wayne. I mean, and that, that radio point you made was one of those things that I wanted to get into was little weight, especially up here in New York radio. If you're familiar with New York radio, especially from the late 90s to the 2000s, the early to mid 2000s. Every there was certain artists that had a whole quarter locked down on the radio. Little Wayne was definitely one of those cats. That's why I to to see him at number two on that list. I wasn't mad because I got it. Plus, also I look at him as. I remember from the beginning of him with the block is high and all that. That was my favorite in the beginning. Then when it was Blood Wayne, I was like, yeah, you can have that. But I got it. And it wasn't it wasn't our generation thing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't my of my type of rap hip hop thing. But he had a movement like none other. But he had a summer like how Jadakiss would lock down quarters. Buster Rhymes would lock down quarters, and Jay Z. It was annually. You knew spring to summer was Jay Z's two quarters of the year for the most part. But Little Wayne was in that rotation of he held down summers, falls, whether whatever he held it down. So I, I wasn't too mad at a person like him on that list, and. If we're gonna add criteria to the situation, like that would be one of those things, like your mass influence. Like what was your mass influence? Now, is that a part of my criteria? 
it all depends on who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if I were to give y'all my top five, my top five is more of a, it's, I'll give you my top five. It is, it's not really Southern based, but it's KRS-One, Jay-Z, Redman, Sean Price, and Doom. Doom and Strong, Doom and Strong Price can flip-flop. But KRS, because as, as Source said, like you should have a little bit of everything. KRS was the five-tool MC, if we're talking in baseball terms. KRS-One could do it all. Jay-Z could do it all, but also on the business end of things, not many people can match it. That was where my goalpost movement comes in. You know, Jay-Z could be easily number one also, but for me, he's not. But then Redman was just a, one of those, it's a personal. He is one of the greatest that people don't put in their top lives for some reason, some people. Um, and then Sean Price and, and Doom, it was personal attachment to me. Plus the replayability of their music surpasses so many others. So I don't know if other people have criteria in that when it comes to their own list, but I don't look at the masses should have my criteria source. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, do you remember a few years back? It was like, I think it was on VH1 or MTV where they had a lot of these hip hop publications trying to make an overall top 50 list or something like that. Like they made their own criterias to try to make one master list. And it was like, no, you can't tell me what should be in mine. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's the argument that people kept uh, asking me when I would mention top five or in a discussion about top fives. They'd be like, well, what's your criteria? And I'm like, my criteria? Like, if I have to explain, it's hard to explain your criteria to somebody else. And we're not all going to agree on what the criteria should be. So if we can't agree on what the criteria should be, then we're not going to agree on what the list should be because we all have that one piece of it that we value more than the other stuff. But it's always something different. You might say, well, if they don't have a classic album, then how can I consider them top five? Brian might be like, well, if they don't have a number one uh, hit, if they don't have a hit, that everybody loves, then how can I consider them top five? So we all might have different reasons for our list that are valid, right. but not weigh them the same, not weigh our uh, options the same. Yeah, true indeed. So you know what we're gonna do to cap off this show? Cause like I said, this is a light one today, but this criteria discussion was, was valid in my way, in my point of view. And I think we all came to the conclusion that, hey, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's the easiest way to say it. keep that shit to what you feel is your criteria because these things are subjective but I still want to build a top 10 list is there alright there's 10 there's 4 of us so we're going to take 2 picks each but okay. I think I, like I think I think and this is the no particular order I think we can unifyly, in a unified manner, agree on two. This, this is Southern rappers. Two Southern rap. I think, and as I said, between the four of us, I think we'll agree I on think, five. I, 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 all right. So I, I wanted to make this even where we could all add our own two. Yeah, gotcha. That's eight. That's eight, and then we got two. So I'm gotcha. making this a little harder for me. I got Make it a little. You got it. 
Because I, I know we could come up on five. I'm sure we could all. I, you know what? Guests go first. So, Prime, I'll start with you. Add your two. And if you want to give a reason why, it's up to you. Well, I'm going to give you two. Now, one of them um, was number one, I believe, on the list for me is Scarface. And so it's probably something that's coming from me. One, I'm, I'm a Scarface fan. The longevity is one thing. The, you know, out of all the albums that he's put out, um, I mean, he may have had one that I wouldn't thought that was all that great, but he he always would hit. And that's just the solo albums. I mean, we, we know about his work with the Ghetto Boys, but um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm definitely going Scarface on that. I think he's universal. We hear artists talk about Southern artists, Scarface name comes up. The other so, one might be a little controversial. We said, and that, and we'll go pause on the controversy for a second because you might have to give me some more. I think Scarface is the one name that we're all unified on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's out of your list. Scarface is out of your list. <laughs> Scarface is out of your list because we're all we're all that's that's one yeah. of the two that we're all unified on. So you got to do better than that. <laughs> that was an easy pick. That was an easy pick. Well, I mean, I'm a fan, so. Um, <laughs> The other guy I had, and I don't, I don't know if it's really controversial, but some may say because it, depending on if you, you know, if you're going, I'm an old head. I'm not an old head. I like the new stuff, and it's really not that new. Um, but we were just talking about Carolina a little while ago, and for me, I'm J Cole, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm J Cole. I think J Cole, I, I think he deserves to be on this list because J Cole. If you go back and look at this. Which, well, it's not really been a short time. It seems like he's doing albums. He's he's almost never missed. Like he's 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 managed to merge the newer generation and a lot of the older generation um, together, and 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 he still hits. Um, I tell Source all the time. One of my favorite you know, moments. We see people perform all the time, and, and I granted I know he was in his hometown, but we see people performing at hometown and stuff all the time, and people might show him love. Right, and they might think you know it's a great performance because he's from here. But his performance when a couple of years ago at the uh, the NBA um, All Star Game, yeah, it was, was crazy, almost legendary. Like it was that comes out with the Charlotte starter jacket. The crowd was it was it was a true performance. It wasn't just because you know the guy performs and the guy hits on record. Um, so yeah, and you know what, I gave thumbs down on Cole. I joke when I say that. I joke when I say that. I don't hate J. Cole. The boy is one of the nicest out. He's his music just isn't for me. And that's all it is. I respect what he's done. Yep. I I can put him up there. I'm not mad at your pick. I say but he's just not for me. He got the biggest endorsements with two of the best to ever do it out of New York. And percent hundred percent. I said it. Rock Kim said it. Them two show you love. That's all I need. Yeah, you certified. You know, I just I did the thumbs down jokingly, but but all right, you got to give us. Uh, we'll come back to you for your one more because you threw okay. two out, but no one of them didn't count because we're all united on all that right. source. I'm going Luda first. I don't even need to really give. There's no need to give a whole. Not for the shot. So Luda is easy. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm I'm going to say three thousand. I don't guess I'm going to say three thousand. I'm going to say three thousand. But I was trying to think of somebody else uh, that was 
not my obvious answer. 3,000 is in my top three MCs, top, top four MCs. So um, 3,000 for me. Not so, bad, not bad. Now, is 3,000 a universal pick? Yes or no? Yeah, I think so. For me? Yeah, I'm, I'm a mock one? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. So now you're strict. You got what? I'll, I'll give you 3,000 too because it's stricken from the record. He's one of those universal soldiers, too. Okay. So Scarface and 3,000 are up there. Well, well, can we keep going? One, 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 one. <laughs> yeah, we got that. So, Michael, you it's on you. We'll come back to these brothers for one more. All right. All right. So, so, so I want to change my answer because I forgot about J. Cole. J. Cole, I, and what's crazy with me and J. Cole, I really didn't start listening to him until the Forest Hills album. So I really, really haven't really broke down his first couple of albums before that. But the Forest Hills album going forward, yeah, yo, he's he's like like he's one of those dudes when you wake up you wake up that Friday morning and you find out that he has new music out. You you sampling that the whole way to work, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So so J. Cole is up there for me. And uh J Electronica. Now I'm, you I'm have to you J. Cole is already added to the list. So you okay, gotta okay. give us two names okay, that aren't on the list. Okay, all right. So, so J. Elect, I gotta put J. Elect up there. You know, um, oh man, as far as, as far as number two, as far as number two go, all right. You gotta, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to get some time to think about that one. Cause all, cause you got, you guys, everybody, everybody took all the good ones. So, but, okay. but J. Elect, J. Electronic is definitely up, um, um, my pick. So now no, this man even said, harder. You said Rhapsody too, right? Nobody Rhapsody said Rhapsody. No, I'm saying I'm saying Rhapsody was on that list, right? On that top twenty-five. Yes. Yeah, he was twenty-five. Okay, now nah, now nah, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna pick because I don't know. I don't know. I got. I got to think about this one first. Okay, because y'all just made it harder on me because I want to put a big boy. I want to project Pat because of Memphis, what he did with that sound, one of the best to ever do it out of that state. But for my personal liking, I have to go out uh, it, out of the state of North Carolina alone. <laughs> And I have to pick Fonte and Rhapsody yeah. because number one, Source already knows. Go check his posts out on his TikTok to see my comment of Miss Marlena. Respect. Yeah. I ain't got to go no further. But Fontigolo, Fonte, if you want to talk about best pens, period, a lot of y'all sleep still to this day. Y'all want to talk best pens, period. You want to talk about somebody who also could just straight out rap you? Yeah, he he could he could do that too. Did did you uh did you ever see the episode or the, the clip I posted of my guy that went to school with Fonte? You know? No, I didn't. My man said he uh, he used to rap a little bit, and they would have these ciphers at North Carolina Central, and he went down to this cipher. And it was the first time he heard Fonte, and Fonte freestyled for 45 minutes straight. Flawless freestyle for 45 minutes straight. And he said, you know what? I just packed my little rhymes up and went on about my business. <laughs> and this, this, there's always somebody in every cypher that could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, But yeah, Tigolo is, I mean, flawless work in his group, in the group Little Brother. And yeah. I mean, a case can be made for even putting Big Pooh in the conversation. Because niggas sleep on Pooh also. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, 
<laughs> but Fon- but Fonte, and again, I'm picking more towards what I like, what I know the menaces would like. And it's just, and then when it comes to women, there's very few women that can truly out-rap raps. Exactly. There's very few. And like, I mean, I have my own personal favorite women's list. Like, there's two that I know a lot of people haven't heard of that I rank high in my list. And that was Invincible and Eternia. But them, a Rhapsody, Green Gray, you know, even a Saw Rock. Like, there's people, there's, you can't outwrap some of these women. You know, Source, you might not like Invincible because a lot of people used to compare her as like the quote unquote women's yeah. Eminem. Yeah, I remember. But she was nothing like Eminem. She was just white from Detroit. That was the only comparison. But her rap her ass off. Yeah. Eternia, one of the illest. And again, people don't, because they're white, but can rap their asses off. But I have heard nobody. Like a rhapsody. I don't care. You man. I love Queen Latifah. I love Light. I love, you know, all the yo yos and the Kims and Foxy. None of these women can rap like Rhapsody. I'm sorry. Word None up. of them. No one. So for the South, I got to pick those two. So we got seven. Three left to go. Okay. Three I, left I, to I, go. I, and y'all got to decide from there. I, I, got, I got my one. I got my one. Fonte, okay. I forgot. I forgot about Fonte. I'm a, I'm a huge little brother fan, so I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Is Ross on that list? I was waiting for that. Hey, ho, 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 ho. yeah. I would look, man. I was <laughs> table, bro, and I was like, "Call me the king of controversy." That's that's a good one. I, mean, I got another one, but because one thing, Source and I, you, we agree on is Source might have the best beat maker in the game, bro. Like, like we always talk about, I mean, you know, New York rap is another situation. We always have discussion about Nas and people talk about Nas's, you know, if he, he's great lyrically, but some of the beat choices down, down the line. And Source always says, man, if he had Rick Ross's beat maker, somebody like that, you know, I think, I think Ross got to be that. I think that's, that, that was good. Ross yeah. got to be that, man. That's I, I, one I, I, of those I, 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 arguments. I agree on that one. That's one of those arguments that everybody makes them. And now, wasn't Ross wasn't Ross supposed to executive produce a Nas album because of that point? I've got a lot of. I thought I've heard that somewhere before. That was supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm sorry. I I get. I've I've turned a new leaf on Rick Ross over the, the years, man. Like. His music ain't always my cup of tea, but he's got joints that I could fall back to. Mm-hmm. But the dude, look, man, hands, hands down, man, that dude is incredible. What he's the done, making, the beat making is crazy. And then he is one of the people that can repeat itself or say nothing, and it's still saying dope. You know, <laughs> saying dope. You know, yeah. I'm feeling lemon pepper. I'm thinking wing stop. You know, like this dude is off the chain. Oh. <laughs> There's like only. Bears. There's only two spots left, but there's there's Pimp C, MJG, A Bo, Ti. Hold on, man! You Wayne, forget somebody, bro. Jeezy. You should have already said his name already. Who? But how you gonna say Pimp C 
And you I mean, know, one one B. One B. One I wasn't trying to put them together. I'm just trying to right, let them okay, breathe. Right. <laughs> That's why they say MJG and A ball at the same time. Let them breathe by themselves. But yeah, we got all those people left and able two spots. I'm got, and I, it's I'm on y'all. I'm going it's on Wayne. Virginia. I'm going Weezy. Weezy F baby, please say the baby. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad. At <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I, this is just this is just the who we think should be in a top ten. This isn't a defined. This is right, who right, we right. think should be in a top ten. This and now place. Prime, this is tough for you. You got yeah, the last one. <laughs> Sauce did you dirty. But if I, you know, he, you know, we, we pick Weezy already. Um, he's got to be on the list. So me personally, I guess it's just a matter of taste for me, uh, or what what I probably listen to the most of the artists that I see now. David for Bass. me, <laughs> I'm gonna say Bun B. I think I think I think Bun B. His his catalog is, is is crazy, and he's still doing it. Like, and he's still super relevant. I mean, this this dude has a radio show, Rock the Bells Radio, and I was looking at something when they said um, about a couple of months ago, they said it's the third most listened to program on Rock the Bells Radio. Mm. That's crazy. So My, I think Bun got to be on that. All right, shout out to Bun B. My show gonna be fourth. My show gonna be fourth, Prime. I told Prime I'm, I'm getting a just I'm getting a job at Rock the Bells one day, so I'm gonna be number four. Well, just get that man to autograph one of them Kangos for me. That's all I need. I got you. <laughs> but this was fun. Again, don't take stock in this list. This is who we feel. We didn't give you no order, with the exception of what's up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we do an honorable mention? We do some honorable mention. Go ahead, too. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Nobody, nobody talk about big crit. Man. Big, big crit need to be on that list somewhere that too. Crazy. That's tough. You know. Well, like I said, I, I'll go. I'll go to Memphis and give Project Pat some credit. You know what I'm saying? I, I would. Uh, you know what? I'm. A, I want to do a Texas one another day, excluding, excluding Scarface because hey. the state of be, it it got to make it difficult because Scarface is the easy no-brainer. But yeah, the state of Texas has some rappers, man. And I, I've been a big fan of Texas rap for the longest, from the Paul Walls to the Slim Thugs to the Mike Joneses, the Millionaires, fucking uh, uh, Fat fat Pats, Lil Kiki's, all. Like, I'm there with that. But Project Pat, I got to go to Memphis because... That that dark ass three six sound was it it it, it 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 infected itself within me. It's just like I, I love that sound to this day. Not too much of the newer cats, like rest in peace to Young Dolph and all of them. Like I wasn't fans of like his style of music. You know, uh, you know, shout out to shout out to I don't think he's from Memphis, but Duke Deuce who's bringing back that funk sound. Like I like that shit. Like. But I, if I have to give my honorable mention to anybody, it's Project Pat. Always oh, in my face. I would say just because he brought it up, a quick honorable mention. I don't understand either people like him or they don't like him. But um, I like Jeezy, man. I think I like Jeezy. Might yeah. not be the greatest lyrically, but the stuff bangs. Yeah. And guess my honorable mention would have to be Ti then. Oh, for sure. Not, yeah. not for me. Not for me. <laughs> One of my least favorite rappers. 
Ti, really? You ain't like his older work. You ain't like his older work. I, I, I would rather listen to the man talk. <laughs> I would, I would love to have a conversation with him. But yeah. musically, he didn't do nothing. For well, look, it's just, just me. He didn't trap do nothing. Music, trap music and urgent urban legends were fire. Like we were talking about Lil Wayne earlier. If if you haven't watched in a long time, or if you haven't seen it at all, if you go back to the old Netflix, the hip hop evolution joints, if you don't remember a lot of stuff, you forgot the joints on the joint on Ti and the joints on Lil Wayne and in their early beginnings. Some of the stuff you forgot on the mixtapes, some of the most fire stuff you ever see. I believe it. Like I said, he's just one of those guys. I respect what he's done. Do I think he's whack? No. His stuff, just like I mentioned with Cole, his music wasn't for me. Word up. But, uh, yo, another name, though, that a lot of people was... Niggas need to give two chains his fucking respect, too. Good one. Right mm. around about mm. what, what number was he? What number was he I, on the list? I don't think he was on the list. Let me let me double what? check it. There's no way he's not on the list. list. Come on now. Oh, no. Two chains was number 19 on that list. Okay, I was about to oh, say. Okay. But chains, you know... True I daddy say hello I, to everybody, just so the record just throwing that out there. You want hey, you want to talk some now rapper, rapper, he wasn't like, but he knew how to make songs. Yeah. And no, I was gonna say tech nine, but he's more technically Midwest. Yeah, Missouri, so Kansas City, Missouri, more Midwest. So. Yeah. We'll have y'all back and we'll have that kind of conversation yeah. again. But definitely I want to touch Texas. I want to go in on Texas. As long as y'all are willing to come back to have that conversation, I'm with it. Let's let's do that. And you, you know, know, and you know, y'all are welcome at any time to come back. So if this is your second time, Amakra, this is your second time. Prime, this is your first. So because it's your first prime, you get the first crack at final shout outs. This one shout out everybody, man. I just want to say, um, you know, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all. Um, and hey, you know, in the time, y'all, when we about to expand and do some other things, we're going to get back to the YouTube thing a little bit too. But anytime, either one of y'all good brothers, if y'all want to come on with us, um, you know, we use a record on Sunday. Sometimes it's usually early, like if, you, if you're up 10, 10 30, um, 45 minutes to an hour, whatever. And um, hip hop, sports, you know, television, movies. If you drink beer, yeah, that's what we do. So come through. But I appreciate y'all, man. Me, <laughs> I don't know what he pointing at. <laughs> Anybody go? It's all right. Anybody go? Uh, yeah. I don't. Shout out to who am I shouting out? I ain't shouting out anybody. Shout out to me for being Dobbins Jordan. <laughs> 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 shout out to hip hop for for giving uh us a connection and a platform, giving me a platform for real. Um and. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for having me on again, Dan. Appreciate it. And before I finish, Dan, I know we didn't get to it, but how much Dela do you have in your uh, collection? I would have to probably go back and download because I don't have a lot of music on my hard drive right now. Ever since I changed computers, I lost a lot of shit in transition. So, but yeah, I, I could get it. I can get it because I did 
back when when uh De La Soul had I gotta see what hard drive I have it on. But remember when De La Soul had the first fight uh with Tommy Boy in order to get their masters back, they offered their whole catalog free for download. Yep. I jumped on that shit. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Myself. So I gotta, I gotta find it. So, but I, I think I know what. So I, I think I know. We just lost thoughts. I know. I think I know what he's hinting towards. I do. Yeah. And 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 it requires me to have plug up my plug in my turntables and shit. And I'm still not ready to do that just yet. But like I said, I I knew what you were kind of hinting towards, source, but. I still, I, I, if I walk you in the house right now, you can see all my equipment stacked up in cases. <laughs> I got to be inspired. But no, I left it alone purposely because the idea I had for doing what doing what we talked about, mm -hmm. these niggas didn't show up. Gotcha. So, gotcha. We, so, we, so we left it alone. We left it alone and we'll do that another time after you pull it off on yours. We'll, okay. we'll save that. We'll save that for Source and Company page on TikTok. Please go follow Maku. Make sure you're following the sports bar on TikTok also. Maku. I um I got much to shout out, man. Shout out to Lawrence and shout out to Parkchester. You know, shout out to the show, man, for giving me the opportunity and a voice, man, and, and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like you man source said, man, we could all sit here and vibe for hours on end. You know, and, and still, and still, you know, we may we may not come to come to a common bomb, but common um um answer. But at least when we walk away, you know, you you give us time to think about it and and, and reminisce and romanticize, like I said before. So I, I love I love I love topics like this, man, all day. And that's why, for a person like myself, it's culture over everything. It's the hip hop culture. Yes, sir. Y'all can say what y'all want about, but the niggas who know me know it's hip hop culture, rap music, hip hop culture brought this brought this connection together. Rap music, one of the caveats of it. But if it wasn't for the love of the culture, this podcast probably wouldn't have been what it was in the beginning. If it wasn't for the love of hip hop culture, the conversation today wouldn't have been there. Culture first over everything. That's why I love the shirt that the brother produced, hip hop over everything. But I identify it as culture over everything, not just the music. Because when you just, when, when people just throw the label of hip hop on rap and just automatically think rap music. If it wasn't for, that right there, we wouldn't have none of this shit. If it wasn't for the writers, which debatable conversation that I've had for many a times, if it wasn't for the writers, we might not have the culture we have today. If it wasn't for the young rebels that were black, white, brown, purple, and yellow, like the like the uh, the the what's the name um you know uh, uh, Sugar Hill songs mentioned, this culture might not have been. It is our culture, but this culture has always had everybody in it. And we continue to allow anybody and everybody to come be a part of the conversation here on the starting five. So make sure y'all are hitting that QR code at the top. 
It's the boy, the mayor. Peace. We'll see y'all.